0: Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. And you were, you were in it to win it. I can get behind that. What's your plan? Don't die. Okay, understood. But beyond that, don't die. We survive. That's just what we do. I just hope we can win a game. Welcome to Survivor, presented by Caesar Get Fantasy Football. I'm Magna Mills, and I'm here with an update to help you make your NFL Survivor and Eliminator picks for Week Nine. You can find Survivor, find Seize the Gap wherever you get your pods by searching for Seize the Gap. Find us on social media at Seize the Gap FF, and you can find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com. If you could, please do the like, subscribe, follow, rate, comment thing. At least one of those things only takes you a second, and it really helps people find the show, so we really appreciate it. Once again, there's not too much to worry about in the weather department this week. There will be a bit of wind in the Miami-Chicago at game. You've got sustained winds around 15 miles an hour, some gusts over 20 miles an hour. Nothing that really shouldn't affect your Survivor Leagues. I guess fade the kickers in your fantasy football leagues. See, we're helping you out everywhere. We looked at the biggest favorites of the week back on Monday's show, so now it's time to check back in on Friday night to see if the board still looks the same. Up top, the biggest favorite of the week was the Philadelphia Eagles. 13-point favorites at the Houston Texans. They played on Monday night football, and the Eagles were triumphant. Go Birds! The Kansas City Chiefs are a 12.5-point favorite at home versus the Tennessee Titans. The Buffalo Bills are an half point favorite on the road at the New Jersey Jets. The Cincinnati Bengals are a 7.5-point favorite at home versus the Carolina Panthers. The New England Patriots are a 6-point favorite at home versus the Indianapolis Colts. The Miami Dolphins are a 4-point favorite on the road at the Chicago Bears. And the Green Bay Packers are a 3.5-point favorite on the road at the Detroit Lions. The Vikings are the only team that fell off of the board here as they went from a four-point favorite at the Washington Commanders to a three-point favorite. There were a couple of other notable line movements that we've had since Monday. The Las Vegas Raiders went from a pickem that's a either-side zero-point point spread at the Jaguars to being a two-point favorite on the road. The Cincinnati Bengals went from a nine-point favorite at home versus the Carolina Panthers to a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. And the Kansas City Chiefs went from an 11 point favorite at home versus the Titans to a 12 and a half point favorite. I would say, again, mostly driven by injuries here, at least on the KC Tennessee side. And that brings us right to the point where we should review any major injuries that could impact our survivor picks for this week. As I alluded to there, I think that the major injury to look at here is the Tennessee Titans and their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. He's officially a game-time decision against the Kansas City Chiefs. Not great, hasn't practiced all week, so even if he plays, I'd expect him to be very limited. The Buffalo Bills are a little bit banged up here against the Jets. Safety Jordan Poyer is out, while linebacker Matt Milano and right tackle Spencer Brown are both questionable, although I kind of expect both to play. Corey Davis is out for the Jets on the other side of the ball in that game. Jamar Chase is out again for the Bengals as is cornerback Mike Hilton that leaves Cincinnati without both of their starting corners that secondary could be a problem for them this week on the other side of the ball Chubb Hubbard is out for the Carolina Panthers and P.J. Walker will once again start at quarterback for Carolina the New England Patriots will be without center David Andrews and wide receiver Devontae Parker while running back Damian Harris is questionable other side of the ball there, the Colts will be without star running back Jonathan Taylor. Deion Jackson is set to start at running back for the Colts. Miami could be without starting left tackle, Teron Armstead. At Chicago, he's listed as questionable, probably a true game-time decision. The Green Bay Packers are once again banged up as they had to Detroit. Wide receivers Alan Lazard and Christian Watson are both questionable, as are both starting offensive tackles David Bakhtiari and Elchin Jenkins. Starting linebacker Devondre Campbell has already been declared out for the game. Other side of the ball there, wide receiver Josh Reynolds is doubtful for the Lions, while running back DeAndre Swift and tight end Brock Wright are both questionable. The Los Angeles Chargers will be without both of their starting wide receivers. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams they are both out for Week 9. Backup tight end Donald Parnum is also out, while wide receiver DeAndre Carter is questionable with an illness. A couple of takeaways here. Tennessee has given Kansas City a fair amount of trouble over the past couple of seasons. But as I alluded to, they're going to be going against either a severely limited Ryan Tannehill or a very raw rookie in Malik Willis. So either way, I think you have to feel pretty good about the Chiefs in Survivor this week. Pretty much same thing for the Bills. They're a bit banged up here, but there's no reason to shy away from it if they're planning on using them. Definitely a bit worried about the Bengals here. They laid an egg on Monday Night Football against the Browns. Their secondary is a mess. No Jamar Chase for the second game. Uh, they've pretty much become a full-on fade for me this week. And the Patriots situation is not ideal. We've seen Mac Jones turning the ball over, but I still really like them as a leverage play this week against a cold team without Jonathan Taylor. I think Bill Belichick and them get it done in Foxborough. If the Dolphins are without Taron Armstead, in the wind, on the road for the second straight week, I can see them losing this game. Justin Fields is really coming along here. Chase Claypool looks like he's going to make his debut, but I wouldn't expect him to have a dramatic impact. If the Bears win, it'll be behind Justin Fields, mostly on the ground, probably Khalil Herbert, maybe a little David Montgomery. I don't hate the Dolphins here. I feel better about them than I do the Bengals, I guess, despite the the point spreads not showing it that way. But I think I'm staying away unless I have multiple entries left in the Survivor Contest. And I was definitely ready to stand on the soapbox for the Packers earlier in the week, but I think I'm off the wagon here or on the wagon or whatever way the wagon thing is happening, wagon train 1884 or whatever. I'm going west, but I'm not going to get cute by using a struggling Packers team this week. Again, could be without both offensive tackles and basically Romeo Dubs and Robert Tanya on offense. And it's not like they're using both the running backs anyways. And this could be a personal bias thing. If you've listened to me for a while here, you know that uh, the Chargers have done me wrong over the past couple seasons in Survivor. But there's no way in hell I'm going there this week, man. Not only have they let me down, they're going to be without both starting wide receivers. Pardum's out. Carter's ill. Josh Palmer is just coming out of the concussion protocol, though they had the bye. It's going to be rough on offense, and Austin Eckler wasn't even... There wasn't a certainty that he was going to play until it came out Friday afternoon, so I don't think he's probably even close to 100%. I'm definitely full-on fading the Chargers this week in Survivor. Now it's time to break down the usage for Week 9. I'm going to give you the most used teams in ESPN and Yahoo Survivor League, starting with ESPN. And number one, we have the Philadelphia Eagles owned in 35% of leagues, used in 35% of leagues at the Houston Texans on Thursday Night Football. The Eagles were triumphant, so if you took them, you advanced. Congratulations. At number two, we have the Buffalo Bills, used on 18% of entries on ESPN at the New York Jets. At number three, we have the Arizona Cardinals, used on 10% of entries at home versus Seattle Seahawks. At number four, we have the Los Angeles Chargers, used on 8% of entries at the Atlanta Falcons. And then we have a tie at number five. You have the Cincinnati Bengals at 7% usage at home versus the Carolina Panthers. And the Las Vegas Raiders, 7% usage on the road at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Over on Yahoo, we have again the Philadelphia Eagles up top, used on 25.6% of entries at the Texans. Congratulations. If you're one of that 25.6%, you advanced. At number two, you have the Cincinnati Bengals used on 20.6% of survivor entries at home versus the Carolina Panthers. At number three, you have the Kansas City Chiefs used on 19.7% of entries at home versus the Tennessee Titans. At number four, you have the Buffalo Bills used on 9.9% of entries at the New York Jets. At number five, you have the Minnesota Vikings used on 8.3% of entries at the Washington Commanders. And at number six, you have the Miami Dolphins used on 7.1% of entries at Chicago Bears. I think on ESPN, I'm, I'm using Buffalo if I have them. Otherwise, I'm fading the rest of the top of the board there. Cardinals, Chargers, Bengals, Raiders, digging deeper. Like I said, probably going to the Patriots. The Cardinals, I think they're especially an egregious play here. I, I do not see how 10% of entries are getting there. I really like the Seahawks to actually win that game. So that they're a big fade for me. Very surprised at their usage there on ESPN. On Yahoo, I'd rather play Buffalo over KC given their usage, but both are probably what I would call good chalk here. Don't mind eating it; it's a Greco thing, and I don't mind Minnesota at around eight percent usage either. Once again, you got New England kind of creeping in here; they're at five percent, so like them over on Yahoo as well as ESPN. Overall, I think Cincinnati seems to be the consensus play for entries that don't have Philadelphia, Buffalo, or Kansas City available. Despite the betting line, as I've alluded to here, I do not trust the Bengals this week. I'm fading them on all platforms, and be careful as you dig deeper, because I think the Cardinals and the Chargers are both what I would call banana-in-the-tailpipe plays, and you do not want to fall for the old banana-in-the-tailpipe trick. Thanks again for checking out this Week 9 Survivor Update, presented by CZF Fantasy Football. For more on Week 9, check out our original episode about this week, which you can check out wherever you're checking this out. Please remember to follow, like, subscribe, comment, rate. One of those things helps us out a lot. Again, wherever you get your pods, search for Seize the Gap on social media at Seize the Gap FF. And find our YouTube channel, thejoblowfootballshow.com. Thank you very much. We appreciated it. You need to follow the plan. You need to get lucky and come back here next week for our Week 10 Survivor Picks. Good luck, y'all. This has been Survivor presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. The views expressed here are those of the hosts and do not reflect the views of other individuals, entities, or organizations. All teammates and logos are trademarks of the NFL and their respective teams and organizations. Thanks again for checking us out. Please remember to like and subscribe. Good luck to you and all of your Survivor Leagues and Contests. We'll see you next time.